0: The Arizona Coyotes and Lawson Krause are inching closer and closer to the contract arbitration date. We're going to have to talk about that and get everyone ready for what to expect for when the day finally comes. And that's on today's episode of Locked on Coyotes. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is Locked on Coyotes, the number one daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. We got a great show for you guys on today's episode. We are talking about Lawson Krause again because his contract arbitration date is inching closer and closer, Carl. We're now just literally just days away. Literally, all we gotta look past is this weekend, and it's here. Yeah, uh, it, it's coming down to the wire. Uh,
1: think of it like Monday you have a final exam, and you have a weekend to study. Um, and or I guess you could just bribe your teacher to make the metaphor work perfectly. Um, that would be the
0: optimal success. Uh, bribing your teacher, uh, we endorse sure. it here at
1: Locked Eye <laughs> Sure. <laughs> um, in the
0: in, in this scenario, yes, yeah. In this scenario, absolutely. Um, it's going to be interesting. You know, there are a lot of things to expect for what to happen. Obviously, there are different scenarios that could happen. One is, yep. yeah, the Arizona Coyotes and uh, Lawson Krauss and his agent come to an agreement on a new deal. Right in like the deadline right before. Um, that pardon. is the ideal solution. That is the ideal solution. Um, that is option A. Option B is it goes to arbitration, and uh, you know, Kraus and his agent will be like, "Hey, comparable this player." Kyrie should be like, "No, nah, I'm more like this player," which yeah. is. In this contract and they're like uh like and you do literally just speaking in front of an arbitrator and, and like you're and like and the way you call your clinic carl is like you know you had the team literally saying why you're, you're not valuable like <laughs> yeah um it
1: is a player arguing like hey this is why you should pay me lots of money uh lots crafts will be like i am coming off a 20 game season where, or 20 goal season and I missed, like, a significant chunk of the back end. Bill Armstrong has said publicly that I am a major part of this team. Uh, And the Coyotes are going to be like, look, we said that publicly, but we just say things publicly sometimes. And, sure, you're coming off a 20-goal season. Season after that, you had four. So what's going on there? And, you know, they are going to try and both sides get the best, and that's usually not good for the long-term you know, relationship between the player and the team
0: no it is absolutely not and even if it goes in uh, in in the favor of either side right yeah. no matter what it's just because you hear what the management has to say and it just it's 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 sultan's thing a little bit and it makes things a little sour you don't want it you don't want it that way
1: <laughs> yeah players are people and i mean most people don't want to hear their boss talk about all the ways they suck and why they are not worth money like you know that they have those ideas but you don't want to hear them and you know sometimes we've heard stories about players like hearing something you're like man that that really shook me like because you never know what the other side's going to say
0: i mean let's put it let's put it this way carl imagine you're like you know you're at a workplace and you have and you have a performance review with an independent like you know someone that's outside of your scope of work that just kind of like listens to what you have to say that you've com- contributed and your boss saying what you know what you're not doing um and and you're you're saying, hey, I need a raise and your boss is like, no, no, you don't like that's gonna that's gonna hurt to you right
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then like, just they throw in something weird. Like he doesn't deserve a raise because he has weird email etiquette. And you're like, it's very self-conscious. And you're like, Mm -hmm. do I have weird email etiquette? I, no one's ever said anything like that to me. And yeah, that's just one of those things where like, once it's said, it it can't be unsaid. And, you know, I, I think like, if you think about like famous arbitrations, most of them they're not with that team anymore.
0: Yeah, and... absolutely. And 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 then again, because like, that goes to the fact that very few like cases that elect to go to arbitration make it to the actual hearing. Yeah. Like there were how many that elected this time around like 20 something? Ah. Uh...
1: Uh, 24 looks like
0: so 24 elected and I want to say a few, like mo- like a decent chunk of them are already um, already negotiated and done for
1: um, yes
0: so and you know there were some there was a, there are a lot of people who when was, when the 24 list came out they didn't name any names but they said about a, a small handful of these will likely go to arbitration, their arbitration date. Um, Yeah. But, you know, you never think, uh, you know, that one of your players is going to be one of those. Yeah. um, Especially like a player
1: like Lawson Krause, a player who, like I mentioned, we have been told is a cornerstone piece of Mm -hmm. this team moving forward. Uh, Like, what, at the end of the year, the talk was that Lawson Krauss is one of the Coyotes' few untradeable players. Like, if it goes from, like, there to arbitration, it just feels like, you know, something's broken down in the relationship between the the team and the player. And, you know, that's usually not good for the future of the team being with a player.
0: Absolutely. And, like, that's, that's the important part, right, to – um, to make sure that's the case because you want like and i talked about this on on monday's episode we talked about the fact that you know this is a kid who's you know wearing an a on his chest yeah so he's a he's a he's a team leader so like um and if he so he you know he he deserves to get the, that kind of respect too
1: yeah like the position he is playing with the team both like on the ice and off it it seems like he should be rewarded um but you know that's the two of us we're not running the locker room we're not responsible for the budget um but i i I certainly hope that they do right by kraus i don't want this to be a situation where you know the coyotes feel like they win early on but you know Two years from now, Kraus walks as a free agent. Uh, I was trying to see when he is set to become an unrestricted free agent, and I could not find it uh, on cat Friendly. So, yeah, um, th- that's definitely like something that the team should be thinking about—the long-term relationship with the player.
0: Yep, we're gonna t- we're talking about Lawson Kraus's arbitration date, which is inching closer and closer. Um, as we approach this upcoming weekend. We're going to talk more about that and other expectations in just a little bit. But first, I'm going to turn to Carl for a quick word.
1: So I have to say, if you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are really depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And they have a brand new flavor. It is the Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. It is so good. I got some in the mail. They are that nice marshmallow. They got that really good cookie dough, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Tastes great, plus they're only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein, which is great. Uh, What I want you to do is head over to Built.com, and you can use the promo code LOCKED15 so you can get 15% off your order. That's promo code lock15
0: for 15% off at built.com. So now let's go into other other expectations, Carl. And I guess in one way in, in in this it's more of like not what to expect, but more of like just a discussion of like um just in general the dollar value, right? Because mm. Boston crowd, because I think there was a there was a report, I think, um, that saying that. Making you know certain comparables that we're looking somewhere at the three to four million dollar range, right?
1: Yeah. So a a couple weeks ago, uh, Craig Mo- Morgan wrote in a PHNX article. Um, the comparables he had Jordan Greenway three years at three mil at the low end, high end looking at someone like Andrew Cobb, uh, five years, $5.625
0: to So yeah, that that high is. Did a bit too 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 much for comfort for me i mean like let's put it this way like i do think the coyotes should get should should give kraus what he is uh what he has earned sure. um, and that is a a fair contract decent term at a decent value um all things considered what he did in the last year and him himself as a leader yes of course this last you know, this last year was so much different than the than the previous year, like you mentioned, where he only had like five goals. But you know, you think of the kind of element that he is as a player, right? And uh, you give him the term, you know, you get, give him what he deserves, right? That's what I. That's pretty much what I'm getting at, right? Getting get, get, get sure. what, what what he is, uh, what he has earned at, at this point of his career, um, and like. It's a tough one, you know. It's a tough one to call exactly the number. the The positive thing for this Carl, is the Coyotes can afford, like at th- at this time during their rebuild, they can really afford to throw whatever the frick they want at them. Um, obviously, yeah. we're not, gonna, you know, within reason, right? Even even that upper limit, right, is still within reason because, like, years, couple years down the road, you can still, um, you still have room for other stuff, right? Because they're still rebuilding, so they still have a lot of room. Like they're barely even at the the salary floor right now, so like they have a lot of wiggle room. Um, But again, I I don't think you'll go up to the five million. Maybe four point something. I
1: I don't think it'll be in the five million. Uh, If it happened, I would be a little bit surprised um but i think you could definitely make a case that he deserves it and i mean none of us have said anything bad about Lawson Krauss on this podcast uh and that's because it's really hard to like there there's not really an area of his game where i'm too concerned he seems to be doing what the team wants him to be doing very well um I, I do, I would be concerned about term if it is something like the $5 million. like Like you said, the, the Coyotes aren't worried about that now, but potentially in the next couple of years you're going to be, hopefully. Like when, you know, you're doing, you know, I mean, Gunther and uh, Cooley are probably going to get screwed on their second deal. But yeah, but still, like, I, I think, you know, if chicken's still around, you're going to want to have space for him. Cause he's probably going to get a much bigger payday. Uh, let's say Clayton Keller really emerges because those deals, you know, they're going to be ending eventually. Right. And I, I don't want like, you know, cross on the wrong end because Bill Armstrong decided to do seven years at, at 5
0: million. Not that I'm saying he would, it no, seems like it's a, not going to be. No, that's too yeah. long term anyways for a rebuilding yeah. team. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, I, four years is comfortable.
1: Yeah, especially because we 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 really don't know what kind of player Lawson Cross is going to be. He is going up, but you know, how high is the ceiling really? Um, what what is he going to you know be like years down the line? He plays a very physical game. Um, that is potentially an injury concern for
0: any kind of long term deal like that exactly um so i'm gonna try to build a uh, put together a contract um and let me know what you think about this and maybe you can even put something on said so i'm gonna give him three years okay at 4.2 4.2 annual average and annual average value. Hmm. Any kind of no trade, no movement? Uh, of, um, we'll give a modified no trade clause. Hmm. Uh,
1: I'd, I'd be very happy with that deal. Uh, three years, I, I think that's a good term. Uh, I really like that. 4.2... And you're definitely on the lower end. I'd, I'd even go as high as 4.75. Um, and then, yeah, I wouldn't probably do any kind of, like, no trade, no no movement. Just because, like, I mean, there's the
0: expectation should be there that he's not going to be traded. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think a modified no trade kind of, it gives the Coyotes a little bit of freedom in case they feel like they have to. Um,
1: yeah
0: but also they don't want to screw him over by sending him to a place that he absolutely doesn't want to go to, right? You want to do him right a little bit.
1: Yeah. I I do kind of wonder um well we haven't seen the deal yet, but is this going to be kind of like a thing with uh with Bill Armstrong? Because we really don't know too much about him as a general manager right. outside of his drafting. Like this deal is probably his biggest kind of like franchise defining moment that we've seen so far uh, unless you want to count you know bringing in Zach Cassian.
0: I don't know yeah no I don't I don't, I don't think we can count that I'm not sure about that one <laughs> um but we could yeah. find
1: out that he's got a ruthless streak and like you know a player who is you know in there today like if things go bad it could be like I don't know do you see if it gets to arbitration, they start shopping loss and costs?
0: It's, I think, depending on how that, how, how what, what, the arbitrator rules and like, like rules for. Because, like, if they do something that's kind of like, like, cause like, I, you don't want because I don't think they want to be put in a difficult situation of a contract that they don't want to eat up right
1: yeah well like like we've talked about like once once it gets to arbitration it does feel like the relationship starts to break down a little bit how quickly do you do that like you know is he a player who suddenly he is not in the long term plan gets moved at the trade deadline or even like before training camp with this fresh deal like it's a rebuild anything could happen
0: i think it really I, th- I think a lot of it hinges on afterwards sitting down and having a conversation with Krauss and his agent yeah on the future like like even after the after the hearing just be like all right so here's now a deal that you're going to get um but let's sit down and just figure out you know how things look long term like you know like your role here with the team and make sure make, make, make sure they're on the same page right and just kind of see what they would like you don't want to just you know have the arbitrator you know this you know swing the hammer or whatever and be like and then just walk out like that is going to create problems like to at least create some kind of relationship to keep it from breaking down that much is to keep, keep, uh, keep, keep, keep the, the keep the line of communication open between the team and the agency and him and and, and himself. Definitely, like I, I would be
1: very curious to know like how much, like Bill Armstrong, like is you know in touch with his players, uh, because I'm sure that that you know varies. But when we're looking at like the situations he has, like this this Kraus you know deal. Um, and Jacob Chikrin, uh, it, it feels like he has a lot of calls to make, uh, this off season. And I'm just, I'm very surprised that it's getting this, this close. Um, you know, it's the Friday before his arbitration date. Uh, I would kind of hope that this would be done by,
0: by now. Yeah. We, we, we all thought we, we all really hoped, right. We all hoped it'd be done. We didn't have to talk. Like, we, we we didn't have to worry about anything. I mean, for us, I mean, it adds extra days of stuff to talk about. Um, but, but, you know, it's... But I'm sure if you,
1: like, were to go back and listen to, like, every time we've talked about this, like, I, I do wonder if there'd be, like, if we have changed in our outlooks of this. Uh, just with how close it's gotten. Um, like, I think I first said that if it's uh, they announce the arbitration date, that's when, like, maybe you should have a little bit of concern. And now, look at us, we're the Friday before. Now, it's still, you know, we're early Friday and it's a big weekend. So, plenty could still happen, but we're coming down to the wire.
0: Yeah, we are coming down to the wire and it's going to be definitely something to pay attention to um it's gonna be interesting um how it all works obviously you know you um you know i i threw out that contract idea that you did and that 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 you seem to mostly agree with obviously my dollar value is a little bit lower um yeah but maybe that it maybe, maybe that higher value does end up becoming the thing because like maybe like you know right at let's say like The 1159, right? To sort of speak, like that, the Coyote just give him what he wants. Like, I don't know what he wants, like, but yeah, I mean, well,
1: if that happens, the next time Bill Armstrong is negotiating, like, there is kind of the assumption, like. Oh, I could just wait until the last minute, maybe wait him
0: out. Yeah, that's true. Like, and you don't like, see, now you're, now the Coyotes have put themselves in a really difficult situation, right? Yeah.
1: It is, it is the first major test for, for Bill Armstrong. And we are waiting very patiently to see what happens. And I I think this is really going to help us, like, decide, like, next time this, this comes up. What are we looking at? Uh, trying to see who's uh, the next restricted or unrestricted free agent we need to really be concerned about.
0: Let's let's also remember, obviously, not um, not arbitration discussed, but uh, Barrett Hayton still hasn't accepted his qualifying offer.
1: Yes. So i wonder what that negotiation is or even if they're just like hey barrett uh we're gonna handle kraus and we're gonna put you on the do immediately after kraus
0: yeah um hopefully that's at least something like because yeah okay that's another thing to, to discuss but um christian fisher would be the next person up uh and then uh McBain and smith um, Th- that would be are, interesting. Uh, Jack McBain won't be arbitration-eligible to this next one. Neither will Smith. Now, yeah, the next All arbitration-eligible right. players are Cam Deneen and Christian Fisher. Gotcha.
1: I, I, I don't foresee the, either of those being really
0: dramatic. No, they won't be, especially <laughs> since they're not as big contributors, right? Like, yeah. So, I'm just
1: imagining Christian Fisher being like, "I'm gonna take you
0: to arbitration," and the guy is being like, "Uh, Christian Fisher, you sure about that one, Christian?" C- Christian Fisher was like, "I think I'm worth two and a half million a year." <laughs> um, are kind of like, yeah, more like one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one, one, seven, five, Uh. Although
1: hopefully yeah, maybe Fisher has a great, great season, but I mean, yeah. yeah,
0: maybe he has a great year coming up, but like, even then I don't think, like, obviously of us think that that's going to be an issue. So yeah.
1: it's, well, it, it's at least a good thing that we're talking about Lawson Krause in this way. Like the way last season ended, did you really think that like, there would be a contract dispute like you said, like for a player like Fisher, like that's not really an issue. If Kraus had another like four goal season, we would not be talking about his arbitration like hearing.
0: If he, like I think, there would also be a lot to be said, yeah, about that. Um, but also, where would we be if Kraus didn't get injured and had like a thirty goal season?
1: I'm not sure. I I don't think he would have had a 30 goal season. Like but, he would look, have
0: had. But, I mean, he missed what 12 games.
1: Ah, uh, he played
0: 65. So that is, uh, 17. He missed 17 games. So 25 goal season. Yeah. Uh, 23, baby. Um, we could do that match. I mean. Let's put it but, that, that, that down the stretch, everyone was freaking... Everyone was hot. Yeah. Um, and he probably
1: would have gotten time with Schmaltz. Um, so sure, let's say. Um, I think we would still be talking about the fact that the year before, he put four, four goals. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, we'd probably be... You would probably be where i was i would say if he stayed healthy and got hot like in that 4.75
0: yeah
1: uh but that that is also like a hey this is a hot streak this is a recency effect this is not like something that you should maybe go long term on i think he had an impressive season and if he was slightly more impressive i don't know like i think it's diminishing returns at that point
0: Absolutely. I mean, which is why we're discussing shorter term, right? Yeah. Like, three years, I think you and I definitely agree on that. Like, that is like, two years is just like a slap in the face to Lawson and Krause. Like, four years maybe, five years is too much. Unless, you know, like, Krauss is like, hey, I want a short-term deal
1: and I want to I prove, prove a contract. Like, and then I get that long-term because, you know, if he thinks the team is hot on him, like
0: that could be a good way to go. Maybe he also wants, I mean, like, may, cause I now I'm trying to think the other way around, maybe like, like the, like the, the opposite of what we're what we've been thinking all along. Maybe he wants that an easy out in case, you know, he can't handle, you know, more and more years of this rebuild. Um, it could be, uh, he was at
1: that Tempe City Council meeting, though, right? I believe... I
0: believe he was. Um, it was... It was Keller, Fisher, and... I, I think it was
1: Krauss. I can never remember if it's Krause. No, it was Schmaltz.
0: Oh, it was Schmaltz.
1: Yeah. Um, but... You know. I, I I'm not sure. I we're going to find out more I'm sure after the contract signs. I'm sure you know he'll be talking more about like what he's looking forward to, what his next what his next plans are. Like you said, Bill Armstrong is gonna need to
0: have a conversation with him either way. Yeah, no matter what, we, there has there absolutely has to be an open communication line. From now, even like obviously, from now and even from weeks ago, and past the arbitration date, even if they make it, um, even if they make a negotiation before the arbitra- before it gets to the arbitration date, like you have to keep the line of communication open. Like it, yeah. it is an absolute necessity to make sure that the one of the alternate captains of the team is happy. <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's uh we are in a very delicate year of the rebuild and, you know, Bill's got to earn his paycheck uh in these next coming months.
0: Absolutely. Any final thoughts you want to share before we close things off? Uh, I just, I, I just can't wait till we have something that we could actually discuss and
1: like move <laughs> forward from there. There's just so many questions about this uh, and, you know, Goaltending. There's there's so many questions with the
0: Coyotes right now. Absolutely, which is going to make the next couple of weeks um, pretty nice. We're going to have, you know, hopefully in, in the next couple of weeks, several guests come on our show. Already yep. reached out to several. You're definitely going to like some of who who we bring on. We're going to continue to go to the game series um, with another guest. I'm going to tell you more about that when we get even closer to that, but it's going to be really, really fun. Anyways, that's going to be it for today's episode of Locked on Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review. Like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We are available everywhere. You get your podcast, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash lockedoncoyotes. On Instagram, that's Locked On lockedoncoyotes. And on Twitter, LO underscore coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leano, That's Robin with Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl oh, Pavlock is at Carl Pavlock F F H. And our app with us, ask a question you might have, we might answer right back, or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes Podcast. Thanks again everyone for tuning in today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy, and don't forget to howl on.